Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Dare to Pivot podcast. My name is Wakia Hayward. And this is Barbara Wave. Whoop, whoop. We are your hosts. We are back. Welcome to season two of Dare to Pivot. Thank y'all so much for hanging there, hanging in there with us during the summer months. We really appreciate it. But now we are ready to get started with season two. For those of y'all who don't know, our seasons pretty much start in October. They run from October to May. So from October to May, you know, we have guests on the show telling us about their pivotal decisions and how they've made these huge changes in their life. Um, and we just like to showcase that and give women motivation and inspiration to move forward and uh, get the courage to pivot. So, Barbara. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I, I never knew a summer could be so long. I know. I, I enjoyed know. it, it but long. I have missed the conversation, no doubt. Yes. Yes, me too. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, um, season one, we, we, you know, it was fun. We had a lot of great topics. We, we talked about everything from, I think our last, one of our last episodes, was you know with Vicky and you know how she was just giving us all these little life nuggets um especially when she talked about her her whole sacred slow bible study which I thought was fantastic um we talked about the mother's day our mother's day thing or how we felt about mother's day um we had some really cool cool guests so I'm really looking forward to what we have going on this season absolutely just building upon a, a good start yes. last season and um I again, thank all the women that were open, vulnerable, and willing to share to help all of us grow. And um, I do pray they had a good, safe summer as well. And it has been a time of refreshing so that they could come back after the summer, start the fall, um, just raring to go, um, you know, doing what God has for them to do. Yes, yes. I think um, I totally agree. This, this season, we're going to have some amazing women. I think that we have several people who are PhD candidates. So it's going to motivate women who are in that space. Um, <laughs> women who are just, you know, transition. And, you know, these are women who are older. So they are out here doing these big things. And anybody who can go sit back in a classroom um, and they're past 40, you know, God bless them. Because the way my attention span is set up, I don't know if I can do it. But we're going to learn a lot from these women <laughs> this season. Yeah, going to share their stories with us. <laughs> about them pursuing that goal. Um, so tonight, for our season opener, I wanted to really talk to you about, you know, our show is called Dare to Pivot, right? So just these mm -hmm. different decision points. But what I want to talk about was motivations. Mm -hmm. Motivations. And because obviously to Dare to Pivot, you have to be motivated to do it. So I guess, <laughs> you know, um, what happens though when you're in a space and you're not really motivated to do anything <laughs> you know right. and you're just chilling that's it you just you just chilling you know so for women who especially you know, you, go, you know when you go into fall anyway usually fall is like you know most times you start to hibernate you start to slow it down you know after people didn't got through 2020 and they now in the 2021, people are everybody back at work and they got back into the, you know, the humdrum of working and trying to do this thing. And, you know, I've talked, had several conversations with people who, I've had several conversations with people who are doing big things, but I've had many conversations with people who just were not really motivated. Mm 
to do anything. They just was, you know, just chilling. Well, so, I do think there's space that? between motivation and chilling. There is. I do there think, is. <laughs> I do think there there's is. some space there in there. Small space, but you're right. Yeah, I think some of us are in the season of consequence in which we're reacting and managing to episodes in our life, episodes of growth, episodes of trauma, episodes of change for one reason or another. And so I do think there's some space between being motivated and, yeah, and I mean, for justifiable reasons. Uh And I think sometimes, well, some of my conversations have been the motivation is to attempt to react to change. Uh, And so attempt, meaning attempt in in a healthy way, Um, attempt to create a new normal for which they feel that they are in a healthy, happy space for some new endeavor that wasn't even on their horizon, you know, prior to, you know, 2020. So I think this time has created unique opportunities and some, you know, some are motivated by good things and some are motivated by bad things, but Regardless, we ha- we're forced to react. And um, so I think to your point, the motivation could be to, um, uh, to continue to move forward with these changes. They just aren't what some of us perceived we would have to, <laughs> we would have to be motivated to do. It's something that wasn't on our radar you know, prior to 2020. And um, it's not necessarily the pursuits that we were preparing to jump head in with both feet, you know, with reckless abandon, um, but we're forced to be motivated regardless. So what, what do you think, how do you think people will respond in those areas where they literally just don't have the, they don't have, you know, they just, they're just, they don't have the want to, you know what I'm saying? Like they just don't have they don't have anything in them to even want to move forward. You know what I'm saying? So like I know, you know, our careers are crazy, right? So sometimes you look at your career and you think, oh my goodness gracious, there's so many things I can do. Right. I'm just not really motivated to do any of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So you're just trying to figure out how to move in that space, you know what I'm saying, and still be um still feel impactful. Right. Well, I think for, for me, it's the opportunity to reflect on, is this the timing for the move? Um, maybe some things happened or did not happen, for which are now a priority. Um, so your motivation may not be there because now you have this new challenge um, to um, compete with what your career goals were. Or you now have to achieve your career goals in a way that you hadn't anticipated, you know, prior to, you know, 2020. So getting the motivation, I think, is being honest, reassessment. Reassessment. Uh, assess, assess where you are. Is it, you know, do I still, am I still in the space where I can move forward 
well, what my plans were. Even though it may be different, the how may be different, but, you know, truthfully tell yourself, ask yourself, you know, do that assessment. Is this still the direction that I want to go in and I'm feeling led to go in in this timing? Or is something else a priority? Or do I need to reassess how I planned on accomplishing it? So I think only each individual can answer that question. And hopefully they're willing to answer it honestly. And if you're not willing to answer it honestly, or yeah, um, that's when talking to someone else, that's a sounding board. You're saying out loud what you're thinking. And someone that's not mm-hmm. in your head, which is everybody, no one's in your head, <laughs> right. can tell you can tell you how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Because we can mix and scratch sentences all we want, make a nice all little mixtape, and yes, it makes sense honey. to us. We put all a rhythm day. to it, and we rock mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And um, that may not be in our best interest. But until you try to explain it, and then when you try to explain it, it just sounds wrong. It just sounds like, what? I don't even know what I'm saying right now. (laughs) Right. So you're like moving forward with my doctorate, and you're still in your bachelor's program. Mm -hmm. You're like, ho, 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 let's step back, you know, a couple minutes. And let, you know, and um, so uh, I think reassessing, and regardless of what answer you come up to, I think the next step is talking to an outside person, saying those things aloud and having someone, and it doesn't have to be limited to one person, uh, but having a trusted person hear what you say and just give you some feedback, not even on the feasibility because you don't want someone to um, measure your dreams, but to just help you hear yourself because then you can even, you can determine whether you've, you've thought things totally through. So saying them out loud, I think is a good step. Absolutely. I love that. So I, I was just <clears throat> taking notes here. So you would say like reassess your priorities and then obviously talk to a trusted person. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Let someone else hear it, you know, out, yes. out, out your mouth. Um, and I think, and I think then the next thing obviously is your response to that, right? <laughs> what are you going to do next? Like what is right. the response? Because right. there is, there that you know that you have to do and even if that response is well I am going to wait like I hear what I feel in my spirit is I'm waiting or what I hear feel in my spirit is I need to just take this one small step like right. that's the whole move right is to literally in your mind make a conscious decision of what you're doing and right. not drink Right. right. And I think that's where the like, when I think of lack of motivation or motivation, I think when you, when you come up to that, that decision point or that pivotal point, it's because you've officially made a decision, right. even if it's just to wait. Right. And you even, and, and then if you are, you know, if you are ready to move forward, then the motivation can be encouragement from someone that's validating these are all your thoughts. It's not like someone is creating your dream and someone can validate and see how you're, you're connecting those dots. And also that person can be your encourager. Absolutely. And uh, so I think getting it, thinking about it and then getting it out of your head <laughs> to a trusted person or yeah, the, the ways for uh determining your motivation. And then also 
it can be if your path is taking a little, you know, side road or you're taking the uh-huh. scenic road as opposed as uh-huh. opposed to the expressway, getting there yep. real fast. Yep. You still get there, but it's going to take a different amount of time and you're going to uh-huh. see different things and experience different things on the way. So it's not necessarily bad, but maybe this season is saying take the scenic route because your priorities have shifted. If you have responsibilities for for caregiving for anyone, um, then you you have to address that. It's not something that you can put on hold and convince yourself it's not important. Um, convince yourself it's not happening. Convince yourself once you've determined, hey, it's you that needs to take an action step. Um, even if it is in collaboration with other people, you do play yeah. a role. Yeah. Um, you have to acknowledge that that priority is there. And then eke out the space to work that into your plan. And so I'm going to call that the scenic road. (laughs) So um, even acknowledging that, I think, can help build your motivation because you're not lying to yourself, diminishing the importance of a responsibility or a need. Um, You're addressing it, but you're not totally putting plan A on the back burner. So I think that can be motivating giving yourself the permission to um, do more more than one important thing at a time, if it's feasible. If it's feasible. Um, if it's feasible, yeah. And so there are lots of unique situations, but you're not automatically saying, I'm putting my plan on the back burner. There may be a possibility for you to um, do them both at the same time, just maybe at a slower pace. And that can be motivating. That could be encouraging. Oh, you know, I don't, you know, I can still yes. register yes. for the semester. Hey, I can go part-time instead of full-time, you know, exactly. as I had planned, or I could take one class instead of two as I had planned and still, you know, take care of this other responsibility. So I'm not totally stopping or getting off the road um, to where I want to go. Yeah, and I think I think that's something about just understanding the process and actually giving yourself to enjoy the process, yes. right? That is not all about the goal that you set. It's really about the walk you get the the walk and getting there, right? The journey exactly. to get there, and I think that is how you sort of keep that motivation um, in place. Is just sort of understand. Let the, how about let the journey be that thing that's motivating you, right? And I love the whole thing about giving yourself permission because I think especially as women, we don't necessarily do that. We don't give ourselves permission to um, just sort of take it slow. We don't give ourselves permission to understand all the different moving parts and actually take time out to smell the roses, right? We just don't really give ourselves permission that because we always feel like we should be doing more. Right. We should be doing more. We should be doing this for this person, doing that for that person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And and we sort of miss all of the, the, the things that are important, which is just the journey and what you learn along the way. Right, and I think that's why the assessment is important to the on the journey, is because you truly have to be honest with yourself. At some point, what is really important to me? Um, because until you acknowledge that, your actions won't line up with your words. Mm. Um, plenty of people can tell you what your priorities should be at this age, at your kid's age, this stage in your marriage, you know, the age of your parents, where you live, you know, whatever. People can tell you what, you know, what you want to accomplish at 
in your career, you should be doing this at this age. So people have lots of opinions, but until you assess what your priorities are and where your value lies, then you're never gonna find that mix that allows you to be happy and fulfilled. And um, when you don't do that, then you wound up with regret because the season will pass. Yes. Season will pass for everything. You know, being young in your career, being, you know, a senior in your career, being a young mom, being an older mom, you know, all those seasons are going to pass. And so you're either going to feel successful having navigated through them or you're going to regret. So you owe it, to, we, owe it we owe it to ourselves to assess absolutely. And, be, and be willing to make changes. But I think one of the things that you said were just paramount for me, and I, and I actually put it down here, right, is that, um, you know, your motivation equals the thing that's really important to you, <laughs> like your primary priority, right? And obviously, like you said, you constantly have to reassess that. So what we're hoping is, is that as we walk through this next season, um, not just of our lives, but also a season two, that that's something that I think we're going to constantly come back to the women and always ask that question, right? It's like, what is your motivation? What is that thing that's the most important to you? Because that also helps us to understand how people make decisions and how people and why they do what they do. You know what I'm saying? And that's right. why you could have the same hand as I have. You and I could have the same hand and we could play it completely differently because we both have different motivations. Exactly. Exactly. And no one can, no one can identify that for you. Um, I, I can say that's what was life-giving to me is understanding that no one can set my priorities for me um, because I value what I value. And feeling as though I'm a transparent person, I like for people to see what my values are based on what I'm doing. Um, but if I am not even true to myself, then there shouldn't be the question of why isn't this making me happy? I know why it's not making me happy because it's not my priority. Um, and then, you know, just having the courage to, to make changes. And I think, I think that's so important, right? Because not only can people, only you can set your priorities and only you can define what success looks like to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think those things are so important because not only a lot of times you're, like you said, you're in something and you're like, why am I not happy in this space is because it's not my priority, but also because what somebody else has deemed to be successful, you don't think it's successful. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So it's not even the same. Exactly. It's not the same. Exactly. The same. You right. Know? And so to that own self be true and you got to understand what that looks like and be honest enough with yourself to say, this is important to me today. Right. Like this is the thing that's important. And I loved how you were saying how it's going to shift. You know, it's going to constantly shift. Um, things that people was worrying about in 2020, um, are they're not, they don't have that same worry in 2020. You know, they may not have that same worry in 2021 or right. things that they didn't have to worry about then they now have to worry about now. So it completely changes the game on how they're going to live life going forward. Right. You know, and so you have to be adaptable. Exactly. And that has been, I believe, so fundamental for the world because I'm not even going to say this country that has been a fundamental shift for the world that it has affected the economy, um, the jobs market, because the shifts were the shifts, <laughs> you yes. know? People, us not running around, 
and just being busy and spending money on entertainment and things of that nature um, has totally changed uh, industries. Even the entertainment industry, you know, people were in their homes or we had the, they had to find a way to get movies to your home, you know, because they still want to sell you movies, you know, via streaming service, you know, so they had to figure that out. Right, right. Um, and so as not, you know, for that whole industry to crumble. Um, and now they've accepted, at least in this season, that folks are still going to enjoy their home. You know, they we, we forced them into their home. And now we some people, you know, for we stuff that we have to pry them out now. They're not running out like, oh God, it was jam. Right, it was right. awful in there. <laughs> people are like, hey, if I clean up a little bit and we rearrange and get rid of some Honey, stuff, this we can this really work right here. Look, get a comfortable chair where I can hunker down. This hunkering down thing is okay. So, you know, prying them out to go to the movies now may just not ever be the big thing anymore uh so i don't know it's just um an, an interesting time that i'm glad that i had gone through enough seasons of change to not hate change because there was a season when i was younger just keep it steady you know i anytime you're trying to rock my boat I just got more attitude about rocking the boat than what it was really about and um yeah. so now I've learned that change is good and that I can benefit from it. And even if I don't initiate it, that I can still benefit from it. You can't deny it. And I can, I can, I can make it personal to me and I can make it personally positive to me. Yes. So, I love that. It still comes back down to the response. Yes. Yeah, it's the choice. You'll get the response. Yes. Yep. And I think yep. that is the thing that has been for me as well, the thing to understand that change one is okay. Right. <laughs> it's okay. Right. It doesn't right. have to be a change for the bad. It can actually be something that's positive and something that's going to make me better. And then, and, and, and honestly, for me, my, my biggest thing is that as long as I am still on this earth, that means God's plan is still in play. Right. <laughs> it's going to shift. It's going to shift. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to know all the ins and outs of it all the ins and outs of it. All I have to do is just play my position and understand that um, I have the choice to, to choose. I have the choice to say that this is going to be okay. Yeah. And look for that, look for that shining light. And I think that's what I'm, that's what I've seen that a lot of people have done um, over this last year. Well, over this last summer months is that, you know, I've talked to plenty of people who have been dealt some really crazy hands but they are really just doing some outstanding things with it. And they realized, like you said, staying at home wasn't that bad. <laughs> I'm saying like they had, they came up, you know, they had these great ideas and all these wonderful inventions um, from that time to sit at home and, and think of, you know, what happens next in their life, right? Mm -hmm. and, and coming up with these new, most people I knew, uh, most, most people I know, they actually went back out and they reassessed their priorities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Many because jobs, I think jobs really, changed this year. <laughs> they really saying? enjoyed themselves. They're like, who yes. knew that, you know, I really like my family seeing them more than an hour a day, you know? Who knew? They're okay people. And, no, who knew? Um, 
Yeah, who knew? Because we weren't taking the time. And I'll just say we as a general group. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. some people had a hold of that. And um, they're like, okay, welcome to my club. Now you see my point of view. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. <laughs> exactly. I just, I just, I'm, I'm super excited because I think I've really spent a lot of time today just thinking about you know, my motivations and, and the things that, like you said, my priorities, the, thing that are, the things that are really, really important to me. And, you know, Barbara, you and I have talked about this several times, right, about how once we sort of understand that, then we can make a lot of our choices and our decisions yes. off of that, yes. you know. And I hate to use the word control because I think, you know, I always think that makes, you know, as soon as we say we in control, that's what God gives us a little trick me up. <laughs> but I think it, it gives you this feeling of understanding that, okay, well, right now I'm walking in something that I believe to be true to me. Right, right. Well, and I believe that God consistently gives us choice. Yes. So it may not be control, but he always leaves the room for us to make a choice. And uh, so as long as we make the choices that align with what we believe to be his plan, I think that's where the peace and the happiness comes from. Um, so okay. the question that came to my mind was, what would you say to someone that has a motivation that's different from what they've communicated in the past and they're a little leery about folks' reactions to it? I think that's, well, you know what? Okay, so my first grown-up answer is, do you really care what they think? That's my first grown-up answer. <laughs> that's a Wakia response. <laughs> that is totally a Wakia response. Um, but I would say, I realize that everybody doesn't feel like that, you know, about, mm -hmm. about different things. So I would, for me, I would think the, the first thing they should do is really just understand if they choose not to do if they choose to just, you know, not go in the way that they really feel like they're supposed to be walking in, like whatever their true motivation is, if they decide to just follow the path that everybody else is telling them to do, it's going to fail. It's going to fail. Mm -hmm. And so it got to get to a place where you have to be adult about it. And you have to say, my husband said to me, matter of fact, yesterday, I said, you know, I said, you don't really care about what people think. And he said, no, that's not true. He said, it's not that I don't care about what they think. But what they think just isn't going to change my my decision. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Right. right. And I just think, and I just think that's pretty much it. Like that's the answer to the question. Like, okay, you can understand that these people may not agree with you, mm. but should that really change your decision though to move forward? Right. Right. Like that's what it's really going to boil down to because you don't want got to walk it. Right. And if you try to live your life constantly trying to make other people happy then eventually you're going to look around and you're going to be very bitter and very sad. And so you don't want to be that person. So the only thing I can think to do is to, to that own self be true. And I say that not to be selfish and not to be, you know, because I, you know, I try to live by that creed, but on top of that, I feel like God is my, God, I try to live in accordance to what God is telling me to do as well. So it's not really just all about me. So I'm not telling, like, so I wouldn't advise a wife to white hand, just leave her kids at home. It's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I had enough of these freaking kids that got on my last nerve. I'm about to go ahead and live my best life. No, that ain't what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, saying I'm saying within reason, within reason. Right. 
Right. I hear you. And um, there's usually an underlying reason when there's a, a huge pivot from, yeah. from where, the way you currently living and your motivations um, to, to make it at least a 180 or even a 360 turn in another direction. There's usually an underlying reason and it's worth investigating what that reason is so that you aren't just being reactionary and deciding to, you know, abandon things that you've invested in, um, whether it be careers, family, family of all kind, you know. Yes. Um, I know there are folks that have taken the time to deepen their, their spiritual connection, whatever they define that to be. And that choice has created some space between people that were in their inner circle, you know, prior to them being on their faith journey. And uh -huh. so the answer is not to, you know, just abandon people um, in relationships, cold turkey, you owe it to yourself and other people to evaluate um, what this what the change in relationship needs to be, if anything, and um, having them understand just that this is a growth place for me. It's not, you know, a separator. It's not controversy. It's a growth place for me. And um, I think digging into what that is um, will help, I think, help uh, make transitions that will ultimately come in relationships. I mean, but I think, I think as adults though, right, we realize that the friends, the people who I was hanging with before mm -hmm. didn't always be, the people who I hung out maybe in my twenties didn't necessarily follow me into my thirties, right. right? Because you do grow, you do change and things that was important to you, important to me then may not mm -hmm. be as important to me now. Right. And I think, but I think that's okay. I think we all expect mm -hmm. that. <laughs> I mean, I, for me personally, I think I think that is something that I expect. I, one, well, I had a friend of mine once said that you know you could sort of tell a person by like the length of their friends, like you could tell how they do in their relationships by how long they have had. Like you know, what is your longest friend? Mm -hmm. Like how long have you hung with that person? And so when you think about those things, um, I've always been under this. I've always been under the um, thought process that. I'm not always going to have so many people walking along the road with me. It's just not going to be that way. I don't expect it. Like me personally, I don't expect it. But I also realize, but I'm, but I'm not afraid to walk it alone. So I don't right. mind the shift. The shift right. is okay. The shift is okay. But I realize everybody is not comfortable there. Right. Right. You know, and, but what I find is, you know how for me, you know, you could like walk along the road. I'll be walking with people they drop off or whatever. And then I pick them up somewhere along the journey. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, we, you, we ain't not going away, man. Just go away. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But again, I realized that it's more of a Wakia answer. So ladies, <laughs> Barbara, because Barbara's answer was so good and so insightful about how you need to first look at your life and sort of do your assessment. <laughs> so listen to her. Don't listen to my answer. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I've, I've, I've learned that I want to be able to explain it to myself when I get in that uncomfortable pace of second guessing, like, ooh, I didn't want to take this journey alone. Well, I, look, I didn't know, 
you know, this would um, propel me to, you know, in the front to do, to do something I hadn't anticipated. So I always have to have my reason <laughs> and, and know why I'm doing it. Um, but um my but do you always, always know why though? But I guess that's yeah. my thing. So, because sometimes I don't necessarily always know why. Like sometimes I feel like it's not a, it's like a gut thing. Like you know, it's in my gut. I know it in my gut that this is the move. Like right now, this is the move. This is the transition yeah. point. This is the transition point. And at this point, I'm like, all right, that's what we doing. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have no real rationale here, you know. And not, and I'm not necessarily talking about with people, right? Because I think with people. Right. I can tell you, I, I do understand a little bit. I am a little bit more in tune with that area of dropping off people. But when it comes to like to making a move with a, a career point or making um, some other kind of significant decision, usually a lot of those for me have just been, I just knew it in my gut. Like it was time to move. It was just time to move. There was no, and I don't even have time to second guess because by the time it comes to my spirit that it's time to move, my foot is already up and I'm already in motion. So I don't even recognize that there's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and Barbara, you know this to be my truth. By the time I come and tell you that, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and find me another job. You know, I've already like said, okay, all right. I looked out at another job. By the time I let you know that I'm about to find another job, I've already looked out there for another job. You are, you are in the process. I am in play. Actively. You are not just talking. You have taken action steps. So I do know that about you. The decision has already you. been made. The decision has I already do, been made. I do know that about So I think that's where we're the opposites. I do that more with relationships. And uh, you do that more with uh, your action steps. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, with relationships, I don't know. I mean, I just think that relationships, I'm just like, you know, we could just go away. We don't have to go away. We're mad. We just need to just go away. It just, it just, it isn't working right now. I mean, we, we've, we've either outgrown each other or, or we're just going through different paths, mm-hmm. right? And I think, and that's okay. I think that's okay. I think that's healthy. I, yeah. I feel like pruning is okay. Cause that yeah. means that we're gonna cut it back but I'm gonna get room for more. I won't, it's, you know, it will always be something else come along. There will always be someone else coming along. So, um, and as long as we go away correctly, right, we can always reach back. Like it's not a heavy lift. Right. It's never ending. It's never ending. Right. It's never ending. Not permanently anyway. I don't ever think it's, it's, it's something, I don't think it's permanent. I just think it's one of those things we're just gonna go away. I mean, I've had old boyfriends that we, we've broken up with, but I mean, if I needed something, listen, I got your number. Uh-oh, we're going to end, we're going to end, we, we need to wrap up. I, <laughs> I will mean, not look, be not, a party. Look, 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 not as a married woman, not as a married I would, woman. I would not pre-marriage, be a pre-marriage, pre-marriage, pre-marriage. Okay. Very good. <laughs> pre-marriage, Wakia, pre-marriage, Wakia. I was Woo! totally, you know what I'm saying? You know, hey, let me just, you know, reach out. Look, <laughs> I ain't going to be straight on the street now. You ain't got to worry about me. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, ladies, y'all see, this is what y'all got to look forward to for the next couple of months, this endless round lane of foolishness. But welcome to the party. We're so glad y'all here. Me too. <laughs> we Me are too. so glad y'all are here. And um, yeah, so uh, there will be some little different things. So, you know, Data Pivot will actually be available on wherever you stream your podcast every other week. Um, you will get a new podcast from us. So we encourage you to tune in. You can also find us on um, IG with Just Dare to Pivot. There we will actually have some quotes from our guests and any you know action steps that they gave us. We will actually put those on IG as well. So you can actually tune in there. Um, if you have any suggestions or you have a topic that you want us to talk about, uh, just Barbara and I 
Barbara and I or a question that you have, please feel free to um, contact us at waterwalkers.net. Just hit the Dare to Pivot page and you can actually um, send in your comment. And yeah, that's it. That's it, ladies. <laughs> y'all are here for no, less than two weeks. No. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all we got. All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.